So welcome to this joyous wedding podcast. I'm Andrea Pertel. And I'm Sarah Lefkren. <laughs> We're professional wedding officiants. Are we? Uh, yeah, located <laughs> in New Jersey. In this weekly podcast, we will give you helpful tips for your wedding, each week focusing on something different. And we will have a question-answer segment as well. I'm going to have some answers. <laughs> yeah. Today we're having a little fun by looking back at some of our strangest wedding requests. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll start then. My number one strangest wedding request was the couple who called me and they asked for a sky-clad wedding. Tell us, what <laughs> is the sky-clad wedding? I've I had never, I I've had, never. I had never heard of it nor before. Have I. So I look, this is the definition of it. Sky-clad is a pagan term for ritual nudity, meaning literally that the practitioners are clad only by the sky due to their highly um, nature-oriented beliefs. So the couple started out by telling me they live an alternative lifestyle. Oh, Andre, which was this <laughs> No, 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 B BDSM. Uh, and they wanted a sky-clad wedding. Okay. And I need a definition of the BDSM. Okay. Please do tell. It's a, okay, this is the definition on Wikipedia. It is a variety of often erotic practices or role-playing involving bondage, discipline, dominance, and submission, and sadomasochism. Um, so they went on to assure me that they would be the only ones uh, naked that I could wear clothes. And thank God, because you don't want to see me naked. Oh, <laughs> my God. No kidding, no. And this is a thing. If you dare, go, go on your computer, not your work computer, oh, and look no. up images of sky-clad weddings. I don't. Well, someone might want to see that. I'm not sure that someone is me. Right, right. They also wanted to include a collaring ceremony. Same couple. Yes, yes. And oh. I've had another couple ask for this before. So this is like a unity ceremony. And, and I know a lot of folks do it. Um, but this this is better if you have a friender. You, you don't, you know, to do this time. Uh, you know, a friender is a friend who does the wedding for you. Oh. You don't need a professional. Those are the non-professionals. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just checking. So in, in this collaring ceremony, instead of a ring placed on the bride and groom's finger, it's a collar placed around the submissive's neck. The other person is the dominant, and that person gets the key. Think of dominatrix. Dominatrix? How do you say it? Yeah. I, I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> To be quite honest, <laughs> wording. I picture the guy with the mask and the collar. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Fifty Shades of Something. Let's just say that. So, wording of this ceremony has to do with trust. Like, as you can imagine, trust is kind of the key there. But um, I've I've actually seen some nice wording for this. Um, so. I, I don't do that. Um, you you always do seem to find the right wording at the most yeah. odd request. Right, right. I did not do these because I there's no way I could have done that. Um, it just, I would have laughed through the whole thing. So also a coloring ceremony is also usually somewhat kinkier since it, it most often involves those with the BDSM lifestyle and Po how you say it, polyamorous, taking more than one wife. So it wouldn't be good for business, first of all, to do this, but you don't need 
this is not a legal ceremony. So you, you have a friend do it, right? Somebody right. else in your group that understands because it. We are professionals and, right. and we do perform legal wedding yeah. ceremonies. So right. There so we go. Okay. And, and, and there's, wasn't in my comfort level. And you could imagine me on the phone because I didn't know what they were talking about. I feel about. like this was like the universe testing you, <laughs> like all the kind of off path alternative. And I feel like we do a variety of non-traditional weddings as well as traditional weddings. Um, do you remember? The, do these you, really feel like a stretch. So I'm glad we're covering them. Do, do you remember when I got the request for the Viking wedding? At first, I was all in on this one. I was thinking, these will be some great photos for my website. I love a good themed wedding. Oh. I like my Halloween wedding, the pirate ship wedding, the White Castle wedding, until they requested the chicken sacrifice. So they wanted it. She called. I do remember because you said, I'm passing. Sarah, are you interested in taking this wedding before I refuse? And I said, a, a chicken? And there was a sacrificial chicken and blood? They said that they knew uh, in the true Viking days, uh, they would sacrifice a, a chicken and do something with the blood. And they said they had a friend who could humanely and quickly kill a chicken and drain the blood. And I said, no. No, I, no I, can do. I think I'm out on that one. Right. Right. You know, why is it necessary? Do something symbolic, like uh, say something, the, the officiant could say something like in the days of Vikings, this represented blah, blah, blah. But today in modern times, we will use, I don't know, water, paint, perfume, whatever, to represent whatever that represented. You don't need to kill a chicken. Um, yeah. And actually I have that Renaissance wedding coming up and now I'm that's so be fun. excited. Renaissance themed wedding and everyone is going to be in costume. Yeah. So of course I asked the bride, you know, uh, what, what does that mean for me? And she said, I'd love to see you in a period costume. I can't so, wait for those pictures. Yeah, Cause I, that, that just goes to show that, that there are requests that couples ask that they think might be a big deal. They approach us like, would you guys do this? And it, it like, can I, my dog be in the wedding or can we do this on a pirate ship and all dress up like pirates or oh, I had the I, white castle. I got, go, I, I got so excited. I had that dress on with a <laughs> Navy dress with the rope on it. And our bride to be said, Oh, I'm doing this whole nautical theme. And she said, you know, I, I feel drawn to you and, and your dress is nautical. I, you could wear this to marry us. And I said, really? I was going to wear my suit, but I'll wear the nautical dress. I was like part of the wedding. Yeah. yeah so fun. fun. I was really drawn in on that one. Fun, fun. The, uh, yeah, uh, I did one at, at a white castle. Um, they closed the White Castle, and that was a lot of fun. Did so, that end up being in the newspaper? Yeah, it was in the I felt newspaper. like it was. That I got was recognized great. from that once too, but that was fun. So those were our oddest and kind of then our fun themed ones. Um, yeah. I, there's also you know the the whole hashtag wedding fails. So oh, let's talk about some of our the wedding fails. fails. Oh my stars. They usually revolve around people being drunk or something. I remember I drove up to, it was over here at the channel club. Um, and I pulled in and I saw a guy in a tuxedo, full on tux with a boutonniere just outside throwing up like crazy. Oh yeah. Myself, like a teenager. I said, is that my groom? But it Please, wasn't, no. it, it was the best man. 
That might be worse. Yeah. He's supposed to be the best man taking care of our guy, our groom on the day of. That I'm, wasn't happening. Another wedding fail I have was a groom whose phone rang during the wedding, front front pocket. Uh, and then, um, well, there's the bridesmaid. I wonder how that, they turned out. <laughs> I know, that right? sound good for her. The bridesmaid that fainted and all the attention was on her. And the bride was visibly mad that she ruined her moment. Oh, talk about a fainting. I'm going to talk about when I was a bridesmaid in my friend Meryl's wedding. Well, you're so excited. You're a young person. Your friend's getting married. Halfway through, our friend Joyce is wobbly, like a wobble weeble. She's, she's going down, folks. <laughs> and she never went officially down, but she went out. She just kind of walked off in like a zombie-like state. I don't know. She was, I maybe she was in love with the group. I have no idea what was going on. All I know is she I was so dis- I was so distracted through the rest of the wedding. Like, what are, what are, what's the bride and groom saying to each other? Where did Joyce go? So yeah. Sometimes when that bridesmaid might take away from the bride. Yeah, yeah. That's a bad one. That's a bad one. Oh, how about the, the drunk best man at my wedding? What's wrong well, with best men anyhow? <laughs> you gotta uh, well, act like that. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, uh, what's uh, that girl's name? You know, oh, that singer. She's got that song. What, why, why, why men great till ain't great? Well, it's like the best <laughs> man who's not the best man. We had oh. the drunk best man. Said he had the ring. Then I'm in the middle of the ceremony. What, um, may we please have the rings? And he did the, the I thought he was doing the funny pat down, but I knew it was inebriated. And he says, oh, I left them in the room. Oh, the look on my bride's face and the tears were coming. And I touched their hands and I said, it's going to be okay. And I said to the best man, go get the rings. Oh, thank goodness. As professional as we are, I have that reading in the back of my ceremony and I pull it forward and I did that beautiful poem about oh the blessing of the hands it's one of oh, my favorites that's a good one that's oh, a good one I love is. that I, yeah I just uh I had um I just recently did an elopement that I thought was going to be odd because we did it at a cemetery Ooh. because they wanted to be by the father's. Um, it was like a mausoleum. Uh, oh. They wanted to be by the dad. And That's kind of nice. Though. It, it did turn out nice. And, I thought it was going to be. There you are meeting people's yeah. requests. I mean, sometimes right. they're d- different right, than right. somebody else's, but wow, that's great. So advice to, you know, uh, avoid wedding fails. Uh, one of mine is obviously limit drinking before ceremony and leave your phones in the bridal suite or elsewhere during the ceremony. Um, readers should really practice the readings. Uh, there's oh. one of my favorites that is always done wrong. It's the Corinthians. You guys know this. It's, it's really, it's the uh, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. I can't tell you how many people say always preserves. 
But, what, but we having some jam in the we're, we're having a little snack in the middle of this beautiful poem. It's like when you have your friend do it, and at the end they say, "By the power invested in me, nobody's invested." No, no one's investing in you. So anyhow, um, I say, uh, if you have somebody doing a reading, um, ask them to practice it. And my biggest is is hire a babysitter. I have three kids. You have three kids. Oh. I love children, but there's. Um, you know, I've done several with there's the clinging, crying children. There's a time and a place. And really when the bride and groom are up at the front and we're having that official ceremony, the whole eyes should be on them. I agree. Right. right. And and you can't expect a four-year-old to act like a 20-year-old. Uh, hire a babysitter. You, you've, you've sprung for those uh, expensive shoes and the dress and veil and everything. Get the, the babysitter can be a real help. Um, so, uh, I, um, my favorite reading, you mentioned yours. Uh, the oh, the, the blessing of the hands. These are the hands that are holding yours on your wedding day. Uh, the first time I read that, I cried. And I have to be honest, sometimes when I read it still in front of my bride and groom, I'm moved. Yeah. It, it really is being with people on the best day of uh, their life. And uh, it, it's a joy. It's, it's a joyous occasion. It's a joyous <laughs> It's a joyous occasion to be a part of that with them. I love it. The um, There are so many. I mean, I have so many favorite readings like I Carry Your Heart by E.E. E. Cummings or the reading from Captain Corelli's Mandolin. But I love, love, love this reading. Um, perhaps Mark Twain expressed the significance of this day best when he wrote, this will be the mightiest day in the history of our lives, the holiest and the most generous towards us both. For it makes of two fractional lives a whole, it gives to two purposeless lives a work, and doubles the strength of each whereby to perform it. It gives to two questioning natures a reason for living and something to live for. It will give a new gladness to the sunshine, a new fragrance to the flowers, a new beauty to the earth, a new mystery to life, and it will give a new revelation to love and a new depth to sorrow a new impulse to worship. On this day, the scales will fall from our eyes and we shall look upon a new world. I just love that. I think that's uh, beautiful. Can I tell you, I've never heard that. Oh, no. Oh, I just love it. Oh, I'm. Uh. Yeah, the significance of the day. I'm going to post these readings um, and links to some of our other favorite ones on the podcast Facebook page, which is this joyous wedding podcast. I will also post them on our Instagram page, which is this joyous podcast. And we want to hear from you. Yes, we do. Come yeah. on. I thought this was going to be interactive. I actually thought we were going to be on a video. <laughs> That'll come. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do my hair. My so. hair is looking good. I just <laughs> want to say I, the hair is on point and it not it isn't always. Andrea knows that. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't prepared myself. But we encourage you to send your wedding stories in to be read on our next podcast. Uh, oh, I want to yeah. hear. I want to hear what the next one's. Right. Uh, Whether it's heartwarming, comedy, tragedy. Oh, no, she didn't. Or, or no, he didn't. Oh, I have a, oh, no, he didn't. What? We were at the beach. It was a beach wedding. He couldn't get out the I do's. Oh. I didn't know. Is there a language barrier? Is this guy having cold feet? 
I What's happening? That. It did eventually come to be, and the wedding happened, but... I I was really unsure there for a minute. Right, right. Thought it was going to be thought the it first was a, time. That, oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't. So we want to hear from you. Also, share your advice. Is there something you didn't do that you regret? Or is there something you did do that you regret? Mm-hmm. Email your questions, your stories, your advice to Andrea at thisjoyous.com. That's A-N-D-R-E-A at T-H-I-S-J-O-Y-O-U-S dot com. Um, And we'll, you know, I never share your email. I only share your stories. So send them on in. It'll be uh, a lot of fun. I can't wait. Yeah, that's going to be great. So guys, we're from New Jersey. So we always have to give a shout out to our Jersey peeps. Um, Today, I want to say that my favorite venue is... Um, the Grand at 1600 in Lakewood. That is, uh, a, if you're in the area, that's a beautiful location. They have a great outdoor ceremony spot and they have a hotel connected to them. Check them out. It's really great and great food. What's your recommendation? I'm going to go with Crystal Point. Oh, Crystal Point. That's another good one with the hotel next to it too. Hotel on the Manasquan River, good food, great people working there, great prices. I've had many a great weddings. Yeah. Oh, I love it. There's a lot in the area. Can I share another one next time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. Excellent. Um, So as we leave, I am going to share with you this new song. And this song by John Legend, it just came out uh, January, uh, beginning of January, maybe just a couple of days ago. And you're calling. um, I think you're right on this one. Yeah. It's called Conversations in the Dark. It's going to be one of the biggest wedding songs of 2020, uh, maybe for walking down the aisle or first dance. Maybe. What do you think? Oh, uh, walking back the aisle. That's that's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. And you heard it here first at this joyous wedding podcast. All right. Listen. I will never try to change you, change you I will always want to save you, save you Swear on everything I pray to That I won't break your heart I'll be there when you get lonely, lonely Thanks for joining us today. And again, we encourage you to send in your wedding stories, your questions. Is there something you want us to talk about? Um, We'll talk about anything. Anything, anything at all. That's almost a challenge, I think. Yeah, Yeah, we challenge you. Bring it on and email it to Andrea at thisjoyous.com. A-N-D-R-E-A at T-H-I-S-J-O-Y-O-U-S.com. We got places we both gotta be.